Hey, welcome back to yet another episode of Millennials Anonymous. This is Lise Winnie speaking here. So thank you for joining me again. So today we are going to talk about a couple of things. One, the G7 Summit and what that all means, because apparently... I, I don't, I just want normalcy back. Like we just, can we have normalcy? Can we not get embarrassed anymore as the United States of America? Or is that no longer a choice? Do we, can we not <laughs> I want normalcy? And then we're going to talk about the VMAs because that came on last night and there is so much to talk about there. But I, before we get into that, I want to let you guys know, please tune into my other show that I am a part of on Charm City Direct TV. You can watch it on YouTube or Periscope. Find Charm City Direct TV. You can also watch it on Facebook on Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Just put in Millennials Anonymous Podcast. You just put Millennials in with a Z. We are the only ones that pop up. So go ahead and do that. Join. It's uh, 11 a.m. on Fridays, Eastern Standard. We're going to have a guest this week, Miss Kim Sean. So it's going to be much fun, lots, mucho fun, great times. And we always have a blast. So please tune in when you can. All right, so let's get it started. So the G7 happened. It does every year. And we found out some things about Donald Trump that we already knew. Uh, one, that he is absolutely insane. Apparently, I don't know if he knows what the G7 summit is because he just shows an affinity for dictators and authoritarian leaders. um, And that's not what the G7 is. So I'm not really sure. Uh, Also, he loves to embarrass the United States of America. They were asking him questions about why is he flip-flopping? He says, that's just how I negotiate, which is one of the worst negotiation tactics of all times. That would explain why some of his businesses didn't go so well. Um, They also were talking to him about China and his his opinions on China. He kept flip-flopping on that, whether he was going to be hard on them, whether he loved them. You know, same thing with Iran. He even said that he had spoken with China. China came out and said that was not true. And then he kind of backtracked with that. Like, it, it's just so much going on that it's absolutely positively ridiculous. Um, you know, there's just, you know, there were things that everybody in the G7 agreed on. He was the only one that didn't. It's just like we are always an outlier now. He he wasn't in the climate summit. And he said that when they asked him about it, he said, well, that's coming up next when it had already happened. I don't know if he's having a senior moment. I don't know if this is intentional. Maybe this is intentional. Maybe I just don't understand his tactics. I'm going to assume that I just don't understand his tactics because there's no way that a sitting United States president could be this stupid. I, I mean, I think that this is a tactic. This is a this is something that is a tactic. It's got to be a tactic because I I don't know. It seems like he doesn't understand the basics. And mind you, I'm not a politician. I don't understand everything, all the ins and outs about politics. I'm also not a lawyer. So I don't understand all the ins and outs about law. But I will tell you that if someone comes to me and briefs me and he gets some extensive briefings, I would assume that I wouldn't be making the same 
or anyone, not even just me, anyone will be making the same mistakes that he continues to make. And it just, it makes the United States just look bad. Like it's not a good look. It's not cute. And then not only that, he brought up President Barack Obama more than a dozen times during his speeches. No other president has ever done that at the G7. He blamed him for the reason why Russia wasn't a part of the G8 anymore, which is completely false. Yeah, uh, You know, it's just things that, and even Fox News came out and said that that was false. Like, it's amazing to me. And he wants to bring Vladimir Putin over to the U.S. He suggested that they host the G7 at his hotels. And he's like, I don't care about money. And I'm like, yeah, all right. And it's just a bunch of things that continue to happen that just make me think, how did this happen? I'm curious to see what will happen in 2020, simply because... I don't think this is possible to happen. How can, how did we get here? I just, somebody explained to me, how did we get here? And it's not even about, not even like in his politics at this point. It's just like, this is just great. This is crazy talk. Like the stuff that we're seeing now is, I, I don't know. Like, you know, he was standing outside, you know, on the White House lawn and he goes back and forth and he talks about things that aren't true. And he's, you know, he seems like he doesn't really know what's going on. Somebody, I think somebody asked him about the Bible since he kept saying the Bible is his favorite book. Then he said, you know, the Bible is my, my, you know, the art of the deal is my second favorite book. And then they was like, okay, well, what's your favorite Bible verse? And he was like, oh, well, I, you know, that's personal I can't quote the Bible. That's personal to me. And they was like, oh, okay. Well, are you Old Testament or New Testament guy? I, I just love all the books. All, all of them are good. Um, but it's personal, which and which is crazy because some people were saying that in some of his speeches, he had quoted the Bible before. So I, I you know, how does this happen? How did we get here? And like I said, it's not even about politics at this point or what you agree and don't agree. You've got to understand whether you are Republican or otherwise, that some of this stuff is a little crazy. Like the fact that he is, you know, not only just kind of talking out of the side of his neck, he's also very cozy with dictators. Like I don't know what the like is between Vladimir Putin and why he loves him so much, but you know, he's advocating for him. They said behind closed doors, he was advocating for him vocally out, you know, in public to, to get him back in the summit. He wants to invite him to the United States, you know, to the G7 next year. If he rejoins, which is crazy given the fact that that's an election year and someone who's supposedly meddling in our elections according to our own intelligence community and you want to bring him here what is happening (laughs) somebody make it make sense It, it makes no sense i'm hoping that the voting box this time does the right thing Because in 2016, people were so hateful and so just in a place where they did not and they could not see themselves anymore. And it made them afraid to the point where they elected someone who is absolutely just, I I believe, unfit for the office. And like I said, it's not even just about policies at this point. It's just this personality-wise, demeanor-wise, you know, the fact that the comprehension levels, it, it to me, it's just not there. Like you, they, 
I don't care. You could be the biggest Republican in the world and you've got to be sitting there thinking like, what did we do? What is this? Like, it's one of those things <laughs> where at some point you've got to be thinking Hillary wasn't so bad. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm just assuming, you know, if you were on the other side of the aisle thinking that or if you didn't vote at all because you said, you know, one is they're the same. You've got to be sitting there now thinking that Hillary is not so bad. I, I, I mean, come really? They're meddling, actively meddling in our, or they are trying to actively meddle in our upcoming 2020 elections. And you want him here during an election year. For anyone else, that would be suicide. For Donald Trump, it's just another day. I, I I don't understand it. Somebody make it make sense. But, you know, they did come out with, you know, a proposal of $20 million, I think it was, or was it billion, um, where they were going to help fight fires in Brazil. And Brazil said they don't want the help um, simply because it's, you know, reminds them of colonialism or whatever. I don't know what's going on in Brazil because it's like, these fires are the most active since 2010. I don't know if this is a, somehow to deforest the rainforest and this is their way of kind of being able to build and construct there, even though that's 20% of the world's oxygen. I'm I'm not so sure now. Um, we'll have to see what's going on with that. But as last I checked about two hours ago, the rainforest unfortunately was still burning. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm hoping we definitely can get that under control. Uh, all the, the life forms that are in that rainforest and the oxygen that comes from there, it's just, it's its sad. It's heartbreaking. Um, but on a lighter note, the VMAs came on yesterday and it was what I thought it would be um, when I heard the host, because originally I didn't know. Okay, so originally I did not know who was going to be the host. I thought that they were going to maybe, I thought maybe they were going to kind of have somebody else um, hosting. Um, But when I heard that Sebastian Maniscalco was going to be hosting, I think he's hilarious. Don't get me wrong. I don't discriminate in my comedians. I just like people that are funny. If you're funny, I love you. I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're a woman. I don't care if you're a man. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're straight. I don't care if you're bi. I don't care if you're trans. I don't care what you are. If you're funny, you're funny. Funny is funny to me. And I don't care. But my thing is... He just didn't seem to fit the night. I I just felt like he was a little outdated. Some of the stuff he was saying was funny, but I felt like it was going over the heads of the young people. And, you know, they weren't really laughing at it. I think he's just not of the music culture, per se, especially the new school. I think maybe he's old school. I I just felt like it just didn't work. I don't know if DC Youngfly was busy. I, I don't know if, you know... Adam, because I feel like Adam Sandler could have did it. I feel like he's more of the cult. Like, what's were they unavailable? And Adam is probably about the same age as him. I just feel like it would have been a better fit. Like, you know, the MTV, you need little silliness. You need silly, silly, silly. You need people that are silly. You need fun. You need games. You need laughs. Like, I just felt like 
it just didn't fit. Even though I said his stand-up is hilarious. So I go watch it. It's on Netflix now. Um, still use somebody's passcode or whatever. But go, no, Netflix, I'm sorry. I didn't say that. So if you want to sponsor me or whatever, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, but I think that it's absolutely uh, a dry show. I mean, I think that there were some good moments. I think Taylor Swift's performance was good. I, I really enjoyed her performance. It was one of those performances where I just screamed because Todrick Hall was up there and I'm a big Todrick Hall fan. I love Todrick. So I just screamed for like two minutes because Todrick was up there, but I love what Taylor is doing. She's, you know, has a song with a message Um, to pass the Equality Act. So I really am happy that she's doing something and she's using her platform for good. I know she's gotten some backlash these last couple of years, but Taylor, she's trying to come back and do the right thing. So give a, I mean, give a break, I guess. And I, I like, like I said, I like the performance. She also was the biggest winner of the night. She won video of the year and I think she won the most awards. So she was Taylor. It it was, you know, MTV is MTV and they are MTV. Um, So you kind of can guess who's going to win based on the fact that it's MTV. But she won. uh, Ariana Grande also won uh, best artist of the year. Uh, Little Nas X won Best Song of the Year for Old Town Road Remix featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. He came up there with a scroll. Um, he came in looking like a combination of Little Richard and Liberace. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I, I'm like, come on, Nas, Nas, baby, that just didn't look good. I'm sorry, Nas, baby, honey, that just wasn't it. Um, his performance was okay. I, I'm not a huge fan of the song, even though I know some people that love the song. Not a huge fan of the song or the the vibe. I, I just it's not my thing. Um, big fan of Old Town Road though, but not a big fan of the Panini. But good good song nonetheless. Lizzo was my girl. She came in with the red dress. She looked absolutely beautiful in the red dress. She looked amazing. Her performance was amazing. I'm a big Lizzo fan, if you don't already know, and she never lets you down. She is she is amazing stage presence. She had the booty in the back moving around. She had the girls, the big girls with the booties out, bootying around. Speaking of booties, MTV had a lot of booties out, especially when Meg Thee Stallion was performing at the pre-show, which I'm surprised Meg was at the pre-show and not the actual show, even though she did present for Lizzo, but she didn't perform, even though she is having the hot, she is the official hot girl, right? But, um, it it was a lot of booties. I didn't know if I was on HBO or what. I was just a little confused. Like, is this HBO or am I watching MTV? I, you know, John Travolta said shit, like, three times um I was like yeah are we watching HBO or MTV I don't know I'm a little confused um and he also made a mistake and he gave Taylor Swift's award to someone else even though I will say that 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 young lady because I'm not sure the I'm gonna say they because I'm not sure if they identify as trans um but the person on the stage he gave the award to looked like Taylor Swift uh, very much so like Taylor Swift, same hair, same type of outfit and everything. So I I don't blame, I don't blame him. I don't like the baldness. I don't know if it's because he's going bald. I, I don't know what that is about. But anyway, um, yeah, Lizzo did an amazing job. She didn't win Best New Artist. I think she should have. Billie Eilish won. Eilish, Eilish, I think it is, won. I don't even know who that is. Maybe it's, I'm a little older. Sorry, guys. Um, Billie Eilish won. Cute video or whatever 
Um, don't think Lizzo won anything that night. Um, Normani was amazing. I think her performance was amazing. She's an amazing dancer. Um, sometimes I think better than she is a singer, but she's still amazing nonetheless. I'm not saying she can't sing, but I just, my thing is, I think she's a better dance. Like she's a stronger dancer. Like I would just pay to watch her dance. She don't even have to sing. I would just pay to watch her dance. So it's not a knock on Normani at all. Um, I think that uh what's her name her she did good she came in there with a snake i guess it was a tribute to britney spears i don't know what that was about but her did a good job she performed her song auntie uh the jonas brothers were good i like them i didn't even know they had a song out but i like it sucker i like that song quite a bit so i'm really happy to see that they're reunited and back together nick jonas was looking kind of cute over there and uh, you know it, it was just one of those things missy let me tell y'all. Well, before I get to Missy, Cardi B won the first award of the day and Cardi was Cardi. And I'm telling you, I like Cardi, but I think I could only tolerate her if that is the way she acts for about 10 minutes. And, and then I think I gotta go. Cause it's like, can no, we can't. No, no, sure, sure, no, sure, sure. I'm like, it's, but so many of that I can take. Um, So I don't know about that, but I love Cardi. Love Cardi. I don't know what was going on with the dress. That I don't know what was going on with that dress, but it was looking a little ill-fitted or or something was weird about it. I I don't know. Um, But she presented for Missy, which I was surprised that they had her present for Missy and not like Timbaland or, you know, Genuine. I know he ain't doing nothing. He was busy. They ran out of edge control at the the store, so he couldn't be there. Like, they couldn't ask him. No. But Missy did good. I was really happy to see that Missy did really well. She performed her hits. There was a couple that I wish she could have done. I wish Ludacris was there, and she had some of the, 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 you know, Sierra was there and stuff. I think that would have been cuter. But they did what they did. She performed old and new hits. She was Missy in Missy fashion. She gave a great speech. She even brought out uh, Allison Stoner, who was the little girl that was in a video with ponytails. She brought her out. I thought that was really good that she brought her back. And she was in a couple of Missy's videos. Um, she brought a little kid. She said, you know, to the dance community, she shouted out the dance community, which I'm happy because I like to dance. So, and I like dancers and I like to watch people dance. And not just exotic. I'm not talking about exotic dancers, but, you know, nonetheless. Um, they had a lot of good people there. Um, overall, um, Sean Mendez and I don't want to name... Cabello is her last name. They kissed and everything. They got a little sensual. And I'm like, these, these look a little young to be up here kissing and everything. But they, they, they got a little sensual. And, and it was looking a little cute and everything. But other than that, I think it was kind of dry. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, the New Jersey tribute to hip hop was, it was okay. I mean, I don't see, it was all right. Um, Queen Latifah was there. So I was happy to see that Queen Latifah was there. Redman was there who had the best MTV Cribs episode of all times in New Jersey. So I'm glad he was there. Um, What else? Naughty by Nature was there. I don't know what was going on with Peppa. Peppa wig was flipping up in the back. I'm like, y'all gotta smooth that down or something in the back. Like, you know, come on, don't be doing her like that. She is a great. Don't be doing her like that. And I, I mean, like I said, overall, I think it was kind of dry. I think the BET Awards were just better. 
But that's just my opinion. It don't mean to make it right. I just feel like the BET Awards edged it out just a little more to make it a better award show. And then it was more gimmicky, especially with the clothes and stuff. Like we had somebody show up like a superhero and everything. So it was like, uh, it was one of them things. But it is what it is. Um, a couple of shout outs. I'm going to shout out to Bella Hadid. She, I loved her outfit. She looked amazing. Gigi looked amazing. I would wear that. Like I would, if I could fit it, I could fit it on my pinky. I would wear that. So they, they looked really good. I, their outfits were amazing. Like I said, I liked Lizzo's outfit. It looked amazing. Kiki Palmer looked nice. So there were a lot of people that were there that, that really stood out to me as far as clothes wise. But like I said, overall, I felt like the night was a little dry. Like they, MTV could have did better, especially I think for Missy with Missy being such the innovator on videos I expected a little more from that but it is what it is but this has been millennials anonymous podcast we will be back again and we were on last week but like I said we'll be back again next week and we're going to be talking to people we got a lot of new hot guests coming and fire panels coming so please like us and subscribe not even just on anchor and google and itunes and spreaker and soundcloud but we also have videos so you can see me so please tune in and they're different they're not the same so <laughs> tune in to hear what i said differently than i did on here okay bye